What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Lounge 8814 Podcast. I'm your host, as always, the one and only John Blaze, a.k.a. Wanda La Cruz. How is everybody doing? Look, I know it's been a month. We good. Are you having fun? Hopefully, everybody has had a good time since the last time we talked. Everybody's doing well. Keeping your family safe. Keeping you safe. Uh, I know I definitely have, y'all. This October has definitely been a uh eventful october you know what i mean like uh i think the last time we talked i told y'all how i was um going for this new gig i don't know if i really said it or not but maybe i did maybe i didn't who knows it's early in the morning right now so i'm just doing this shit but anyways so uh i started this new gig um and i had to go to training for it and you know that whole process for uh training i had to take I left my other my other spot um, to pursue this just because of training I really had to do in a, in a certain amount of time. Uh, but I had to travel to Dallas for a few days, uh, be there, do the training, and then come back and you know do some stuff with the the new spot that I was at. Now I'm still working at my other spot, but I'm just doing more of a part time gig there, um, just to see how everything is going. But everything is going pretty well with this new gig. I love it. Uh, y'all remember, matter of fact, I did because y'all remember Shorty, I was telling y'all about that had to do the stretch on me. Uh, she's still cute as a button, still there. Uh, cool people, cool people. Uh, every matter of fact, everybody there is a beautiful person. Like, I work with nothing but women. It's me and this other male that's there. And when I say these women are beautiful, uh, I mean it. Like, and I'm not talking about just like beautiful as just like the facial. Uh, because they're all pretty, but they're beautiful. Like they're very sweet, uh, very kind, um, and just beautiful spirits about them, which I love. I like being around people like that because it puts me in a place to where I want to be better. I want to be good. You know what I'm saying? And it's just a good vibe there. Like when I first walked in, it's always a good vibe. Music playing, people just good. Um, so I love that about that spot. Definitely love it about it. I don't want to change anything with it. Like. <laughs> I'm having fun, you know, there talking with people, meeting the new people, meeting my clients, doing stuff. I love it. Um, so that was definitely uh, going back to the training. That was definitely something because I had to, like I said, I had to go to Dallas and haven't been to Dallas for a minute. But I have uh, two aunts and some cousins that stay out there. So I definitely got a chance to link up with my family, see them. Um my aunts are good, pretty beautiful as ever. Uh, my little cousin Alex, got a chance to see her. Now, Alex is 19, I want to say. Uh, yeah, 19, maybe just turned 20, I believe. Um, and was there when she was a baby, when she was born, you know, um, and just adore her. She's an amazing person. Uh, so I got to, you know, we went out to dinner, we hung around, we talked for a minute, you know what I mean? Uh, also linked up with my cousin Corey um, and his wife and his fam. So, you know, me and him, we shot the shit and talked and I called his brother on the phone just so we could shoot the shit. Now, when I say shoot the shit, my family's not like an original family. My family is very imaginary. When it comes to things, we would take things and we would blow it up. The smallest things we would blow it up to be a big show, a big, huge thing. And I say that because two things come to mind when I was talking with my cousins and just reminiscing. Um, we also 
um, have a cousin uh, who passed away some years ago, Kevin Simon, rest in peace. But uh, when we were younger, he started this thing because he was the older cousin. So he started this thing to where it was called rehab. Now, rehab was one of those situations to where if we were talking loud or if we were just acting crazy, he would tell one of the other cousins, he'd be like, yo, I think he needs some rehab. So Kevin is Kevin was from New Orleans. So the whole thing before Body Body came out and it was all world nationwide and everything, he was saying that to us and he was like, yo, are you Body Body? And we're like, what are you talking about? He's like, are you Body Body? And so all of us, we got it to be like, yeah, we Body Body. And then that's when he would be like, all right. So such and such need rehab. They, you know, they're not following the rules. So he had a small mob within us. It was Kevin, Maine, Corey, Brian, myself, and then my little sister. Now KB has always been the princess of the family because she was the only girl, so everybody looked out for her. But the boys, it was savage time. If rehab was coming, you got rehab and you knew it, you was getting beat up, tortured, whatever it is. So just talking to that, you know what I mean? And talking to them about that, it was just crazy because we're reminiscing shit, you know, like of beating each other up, how we would go through things, you know, like we started talking about who has now the reins and the power for rehab. You know, when uh, Kevin had passed, uh, it was supposed to go down to Maine, like Maine was supposed to have it, but we took him out uh, probably, what was that? Uh, I forgot, it was some, It was a point to where we took him out because Kevin had kind of tried to make Maine the next person in line, but we took him out for that shit. You know, we, we everybody's rogue. We don't, now we're trying to find the power of who's gonna have rehab. Uh, but now we realize that we're too, we're getting too old for this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Of beating each other up. So now we're at the point to where we're giving it to Alex. Alex is the baby cousin of our generation. You know what I mean? Uh, so now we're looking at the kids, Corey's kids, Brian's kids, uh, Kevin's son. You know what I mean? Like we're looking at them to now be the holders and the ones that's going to take rehab. And so Alex is now the commander where we're making Alex the commander of it. And she's already had a few like points to where, you know, we're calling her for rehab. Like somebody needs some rehab. Like we, we gonna make this happen. So it was just funny kind of talking with them, just talking about rehab and kind of reminiscing about that. Now, the other thing that comes to mind is that, um, was like I said, with Kim being the baby of the family, um, Everybody was protect, protecting her, you know what I mean? She was a baby girl, the princess, so she had to be protected. And no matter what it was, when we went to Mississippi and we was there for the summer, Christmas time, whatever it was, she got spoiled, you know what I mean? So there was an instance to where she had her baby doll. The baby doll had been kidnapped. Nobody knew where the baby doll was. Now, with that being said, my family, like I said before, we take small things and we turn them into this huge thing. So everybody being questioned, where's the baby? Have y'all seen the baby? Everybody saying no. So somebody said, we need to have a trial because people are being accused. We need to figure out what's going on. So we had a complete trial at my grandmother's house about rehab, about the ins and outs, who did it, what happened. Uh, and I was one of the prosecutors for trying to figure out what happened and trying to get the, some people off. Like my cousins, I think it was Brian and Corey 
who were being framed for taking the baby. Now, I had to prosecute, or I was the defense for them, uh, for anybody that was trying to come across them. So my grandmother, bless her heart, RIP Gramps, we had to get everybody on the stand and talk about the whereabouts of people who said, well, I saw the baby this time and I think this and that person had it. So as we're going through that process, my Aunt Diane, my Aunt Diane, first of all, is diabolical. My mother, diabolical. Everybody in the family is diabolical in different ways. And my Aunt Diane is slick, very slick. She knows how to get in, create trouble, uh very easily and wash your hands my mom too i learned that perfectly from them um so what has happened is now that i'm defense i'm the defense lawyer and she's feeding me information so we get my grandmother on the stand my grandmother you know she was saying yeah like i saw the baby and you know the the attorneys for the the plaintiff they were like you know asking her well you know like you you were the grandmother you saw where did you say the baby last and, you know who would you say had the baby and so she was saying yeah i saw the baby you know over there or you know i think i saw you know Corey with the baby or brian with the baby they had it a little earlier and then the baby disappeared so we we're like oh, okay so it was now my turn so i had to discredit my grandmother and the point that I went up and I said, Gramps, you know, this is just how the trial was going. I said, Gramps, you know, like, how are you? And she said, I'm fine, baby. I said, good. And I said, you know, you say that you saw, you know, Corey or Brian with the baby around this time in the house. And she said, yes, I did. So I said, oh, okay, great. So she said, you know, I remember, you know, I don't misplace anything or whatever. So we we're like, okay, cool. So my aunt calls me over. She was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And so she said, I need you to ask your grandmother, has she ever lost her teeth? Now, for me, I looked at her and I said, what? She was like, I need you to ask your grandmother, has she ever lost her teeth? Because if she's lost her teeth, then that means she's lost stuff before. So she probably hasn't seen or didn't see what really happened. And she said, also ask her, has she ever lost her glasses? So I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, so I go to my grandmother. Now, my aunt and I, we're the only two people who know this information. So I'm about to walk up to my grandmother at the trial and ask this question. So I said, okay, well, Gramps, I said, Gramps, well, you said you never, you said you saw, you know, them with the baby. And you said you always remember things and you can always, you know, just remember where things are at. And she was like, yeah, baby, yeah. So I said, okay. And I said, well, you know, have you ever lost your glasses before? And so you heard a quiet just hush over the room. And so my grandmother looked and she was like, well, yes, yes, I have. And so I said, okay, okay. So I said, well, Gramps, have you ever lost your teeth before? And so she was looked again and it was a complete hush. You heard some people, ooh, ooh ask a question I said well Grimps you know like have you ever lost your teeth before and she said well baby yes y- yes I have and so I said well is it possible that you didn't see what happened or you you think that you remember but you probably didn't really remember and so the way that they looked at me how I had to discredit my grandmother and then we had to find a mistrial because of my grandmother not of or basically of her 
not being able to remember that she's lost her glasses before, that she's lost her teeth, that, you know, she has possibly misplaced things and that she possibly didn't see what happened. So, you know, going with that trial, after a while, <laughs> the baby appeared again at some point. Now, to be honest with y'all, I had something to do with the baby being stolen, uh, being kidnapped. I was probably part of the mastermind program to kidnap the baby. Um, like they say, I was part of the crew that was able to make things happen, but hide my hands. I've always been able to do that. If I'm creating some trouble, I'm gonna hide my hands real fast. And be like, I don't know what's really going on and sit there with the stilt face. Like, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm able to do that. And that's what happened with that baby. Uh, I had something to do with kidnapping that baby because Kim was getting on my nerves. I got tired of seeing that baby. We had that baby in Houston. She brought that damn baby to uh, Mississippi and it was just over. I needed to get rid of that baby. We had some woods. I knew how to get rid of that baby. But anyways, so just, you know, going on with the family, just talking with them, you know, also made me realize is that, you know, with, with us, we're now getting older. Our aunts, our mothers, our uncle, you know what I'm saying? They're now at the age to where they're the elders of the family now. You know what I mean? And we're in, we're in their places and when we were younger. So, you know, now we're just looking at each other like, all right, y'all, we got to get back together. You know what I mean? Like, we got to definitely stick closer because we grew up close. You know what I mean? We grew up very close. And now that, you know, life has happened and things are going on, you know, we're now looking at each other like, yo, like, and, you know, Kevin is gone. So it makes us realize, like, we definitely have to be closer with each other. And just have that time. Um, I'm a huge person. I'm always huge about family. I'm huge about spending time making memories. Um, so seeing them was definitely something. So, you know, I had suggested that we start a group chat and we're going to get together pretty soon. Um, just the cousins, you know what I mean? Uh, just so we can be ourselves, talk our shit, do what we do. Because I'm not going to lie. I believe that there's a power shift that's about to happen with this rehab. And the last time we had a rehab session, you know, Maine's, uh, his ex-wife, um, she was there. And so she was like, yo, she pleaded and was almost about to cry for us to stop with rehab on Maine. Um, and they were like, Jonathan looked like he was about to beat him because rehab was real. Rehab has always been real. Like, I don't know, Kevin, if he's some kind of way, like, hypnotized us to know that we had to go in on rehab. And that's what it was. Curry has been hit in the head with a couple of logs, sticks, whatever. He's been knocked out to the point to where my man has been out for the whole day, like sleeping. There was one instance I remember me and Brian, me and Brian are around the same age. We're a few months uh, off from each other. And uh, he was, Corey was doing something and we were getting pissed off at him. And we was like, man, Corey, chill out. Because uh, Corey is older. So we were like, Corey, yo, chill out. And so Corey just kept doing his thing. And it happened. Brian caught that stick and wow, hit him. And we were on the front porch in Mississippi. And my grandmother heard this thud. And she hit, she came through that front door and she was like, what did y'all do to Corey? <laughs> Corey is literally passed out on the front porch and so she was like y'all help me get this boy in this room so we had to help my grandmother get Corey up and put him in the bed <laughs> i'm sorry but we had to put him in the bed 
And every once in a while, we would go check on him to see if he was still breathing because they were like, yo, this, we need to make sure this man, because we, <laughs> we literally could have killed Corey. Um, so we had to check on, check on, I'm sorry. We had to check on Corey throughout the whole day. And so Corey slept. Like this probably happened like midday. He slept through the night. <laughs> My bad, I'm so sorry. Corey slept through the night and woke up the next morning. Not knowing what happened. I'm sorry. Every time the story comes up or I talk about it, I laugh. Because I'm in there. I'm literally looking at this man get hit in the head, fall down, and everything happening. You know what I mean? I remember walking by looking at him like, damn, he ain't going to wake up yet. And we're young. You know what I'm saying? We're young kids. And I'm looking at him like, damn, he ain't wake up yet. Okay. And we kept playing. So when he woke up the next day, my grandmother was like, oh, Corey, baby, I'm so glad you up. And everybody at the house was like, oh, Corey must be really tired. Y'all, it was a secret that we kept. Me, Brian, and my grandmother kept that secret. Like, he got hit in the head or she said, you know, like he hurt himself. But it was never told that we were the ones that knocked out Corey. You know what I mean? So my grandmother, OG, straight up OG, Mississippi country bread like going in she was one of the most sweetest people i've ever seen but at the same time if you pissed her off she was going off my grandmother there was a day to where um you know what i'm saying like we were in the yard and she heard some rustling you know going on and she looked out and she heard like her chickens going crazy or whatever and she said that's a goddamn chicken snake i have never heard of a chicken snake before in my life but this motherfucker was going after them snakes or going after them chickens. And so my grandmother, all you hear is her say, baby, move, get out the way. I heard the shotgun cock. My grandmother busting, busting at that snake, right? My grandmother was a true OG, you hear me? But you know what I'm saying? Even with that though, just remember those, time, those times, it's just like, yo, like creating those memories with my cousin and just keeping that tradition of family going on. You know, now they're, you know, everybody's, we're out, of, we're out of Mississippi, we're not there, you know what I'm saying? That's not a place we go back to. Her home is still there, but we haven't, like the, the one time that we did go was like a couple of years ago, and it was for a family reunion on our property, and we went uh, to go check out the house, look at the house, and kind of, we uh, were able to get in. Some people had came through and kind of just like ransacked the house a little bit. Uh, because my family, my family's, my family's known, you know, in Mississippi. Great people understand, like a lot of people know my family. Um, and so like some people kind of came through and ransacked over the years because my grandmother had been gone. Uh, people were looking out for the land, but you can't watch everything. So um, we're in there going through stuff, finding pictures, you know, looking at things, trying to see what we can find. Yo, y'all, when I tell you, we were in the back of my grandmother's room. And we were in the closet. They were in the closet going through something. My cousin Alex was in there looking. Now, she's brave. Alex is brave as hell. No fear. Yo, when I say on Martin, when they, uh, him and Gina, they were on that Chilligan's Island. And that rat puppy monster, whatever it was, came out. That's what happened in that closet. Something so big started rustling, scared the shit out of everybody. Corey had already battled uh, a, a wasp hive. They had, he had already got them out. You know, know this shit, know what to do. 
But I tell you, when that puppy or whatever it was in that closet started wrestling and moving around, we busted. That was it. You couldn't tell us nothing no more. Like, everybody started running out the house, running down the road, because we didn't know what was happening. All we know, we was in a country house that had been abandoned for years. And we were in that joint during the daytime. But still, you know what I mean? You don't know what you're going to find. And so, man, look, it's just those memories talking about it. You know what I mean? Uh, Definitely being with my family just made me kind of realize, like, it's a lot of stuff that I have to do um, that I want to do with my fam. And us getting together is very important. Like, we do the holidays, yeah. But that's probably twice. You know what I mean? And since I have been away, I've kind of missed out on some things. Like, I went to the family reunion. Um, the one year that I was able to, uh, but you know what I mean? Like now I'm just kind of like, yo, like I miss my fam. I want to be around with my fam. Uh, so definitely talking with them was an amazing thing. Uh, I love my family. Shout out to my cousins and everybody, but we definitely, I really want us to get together soon so we can have these memories and just kind of catch up. You know what I mean? Everybody's been scattered around a little bit and we're, we're, pretty much in the same vicinity now. So, you know, in Texas or somewhere. So we need to make this shit happen. So that's one thing with it. Now, the other part of the training, when I was out there, it was crazy. I was in there with nothing but women. The only male in my training class, which was cool. Don't mind it. I'm a, I'm a G like that. Uh, but uh, it was definitely something to, to really wrap my hand around because it was... Uh, it was intense. The training was intense because it happened so fast. And they were saying, like, I have three tries. Well, no, matter of fact, my fault. Two tries to actually uh, pass the uh, exam at the end. So it was about 22 modules I had to complete. I had to take a 60-question quiz at the end of the stuff that I of the stuff that I learned. And for me, I hate taking tests. You know what I mean? Like, that's just my hardest thing. I will learn the information, remember the information, be good with it. I can spit information back to you, but when it's test time, quiz time, I'm trash. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm definitely trash. I'm, and I realize I'm one of those hands-on type of people. I have to be hands-on with all my stuff. So, you know what I mean? Doing that and, and, and being in that presence, it kind of, it put me through a little bit of anxiety um, because we also had to do like a, uh, a demo to pass our training. So um, learning the information uh, in two days of the routine that we had to do, uh, certain things that we had to say, everything, just make sure that everything is going well. Um, it was pretty intense, but you know, I pulled it together, I did what I had to do. Like I really, um, really fell in love with what I'm doing now. And when I was done, like the instructor, he was like, yo, like the experience that you have, that you've been through, this is gonna work well with you. He's like, you know what you're doing. You just have to, you know, get it to come to full circle. So I was like, all right, cool. And so that's all I needed to hear, you know what I mean? Like, once I heard that, I was able to connect things. And then when I got to my location and started doing my demos, cause we had to do a certain amount of demos before we were able to actually be on the floor. So even with that, you know, the girls, not I won't say girls, the women at my job, were exceptionally helpful. The, the manager, you know, the, the owner, exceptionally helpful with everything, making sure that I was feeling comfortable, that I was doing things right. 
And then they tell me, add in my own, you know, be, be my person, you know, like the training is this way, but you can also add in your own flavor. And so when things started clicking that way, y'all, I've been doing wonderful, not to my own horn, but I feel like I have a hold on it. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm doing great because um, I'm able to talk with people. I'm able to be in a better place with all that. So I love it. Uh, I love my new gig. Um, I'm definitely gonna try to start picking up more hours and let that be because I'm doing it. I'm doing the two jobs now where I'm doing uh, my other job part time. And don't get me wrong, I like that too. But right now I'm just in a better place to where I'm trying to pro- progress and you know what I mean. Um, doing two right now it's just a little stressful. Uh, I'll probably kick it off and keep doing it to the end of the year, but the beginning of the year um, is probably when I pull back and be fully into that and, um, you know, just letting that roll, you know what I mean? Doing my job there and probably do like, you know, some spots and um, pop-ups, you know, at the other gig or, you know, just finding something to, you know, create my more, create more time for myself so I can be able to do things. Um, So I'm really excited. Now, the top of the year uh, is going to be my 41st birthday. Um, the 40th birthday I really didn't do a lot because it was definitely a hard, hard time. I was definitely in a, a, a bad place uh, mentally, just with a lot of stuff. So this year I'm now making it coming up uh, 2022. Man, it's going to be the year of adventure. So I'm going to kick off the year in adventure with going uh, skydiving. I'm going back to Vegas. I'm going skydiving and I'm jumping off the stratosphere for my birthday. Um, I'm going to ride the rides up there. I'm going to have a great time. I got my brother coming through. Uh, probably um, Quincy J is probably going to come through. Uh, shit, I might tell Dmart. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell Dmart to come through. You know what I mean? Like, this is the birthday. Like, let's go in. Like, let's have some fucking fun. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be around people that have a good time, good vibes, good anything. Let's fucking have some fun. Um, so, I'm, I'm definitely going to have my bros with me. Uh, and just kind of post up. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's what we're going to do. We're definitely going to post up um, and have some fun. So the year in adventure, that's what I'm doing. So basically, I'm also going to be traveling. I'm going to try to travel some more. Just do some things out of the ordinary. You know what I mean? It's getting back to a place to where it can be more open and moving around and doing some stuff. So I definitely am excited about that. Um, and that's what I want. I want to be, I'm feeling good about life. Like your boy is, you know, doing some things. I'm in a better place. So I want to have that time to where I can do anything and everything that I want to do. Um, so yeah, 2022 is a year of adventure, year of fun. Um, no fucks are given. Uh, and I'm kind of saying low key, like right now I'm, uh, not doing a lot, going to work, um, preparing myself for what's coming up in the future and just being better with myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy because I'm so used to doing shit, being around and being in the scene or on the scene where it's like, I still do it, but it's not as much. You know what I'm saying? Like I, like I said before, I found my place. I found my peace. You know what I'm saying? And that's where I'm at. It's like, I'm all about creating my peace and having my space, you know, my space cannot be fucked with. Uh, so, and I like that. 
I love that feeling, you know what I mean? So I'm definitely in a good place. Uh, but I wanted to hop on here, you know what I mean? Because it's been a minute since I've talked with y'all. And, you know, I know some people may be like, where the fuck is he? I'm here. I've had stuff going on. I'm good. Um, I'm really not a big holiday person. Uh, so, and it's not a, like a depression or anything. I don't, I just don't really care for the holidays like that. I'm not one of those people that I'm going to be singing jingle bells or, you know, making a hand turkey with my hand, um, or even going out for Halloween and celebrating all that shit. You know, like this weekend, I know probably people are going to be partying and, you know, doing whatever costumes. I'm not, I've never been a part of that. So for me, you're on assignment a year, I kind of shut down a little bit to say more to myself plus it's cool weather it's cuddle season you know what i'm saying big boys you know we in the building we here you know what i'm saying uh so it's that time you know like i'm just doing what i want to do doing how i want to uh but everything is good though uh shout out to everybody that has been around you know what i'm saying um just making sure things are good uh matter of fact we got followers listeners out in uh, italy Greece, South Africa, you know what I'm saying, Sweden, what's good, you know, I appreciate the love, um, United States, basically, as, without being said, but those additional places, I appreciate that, um, I know I'm awful with my social media, I always say it, I'm not a big fan of doing the social media like that, I have my personal page, but then I also have the Lounge 8814 podcast, um, IG page and Twitter page. Um, so definitely follow me on there. Uh, I'm going to try to post more stuff. I'm not making no guarantees, but I'm trying to post more things. Um, also, y'all, uh, season two is going to be coming up. Matter of fact, season two, I'm going to be closing out this year. Uh, my last episode I'm going to do is going to be, I'll probably do like two in November, and I'm going to do two in December. Um, and that's going to close out the season. Um, but... Season two is actually going to kick off uh, the top of the year. So what I'm planning on doing in my new vision that I have is going into more of a visual. Like I said it before, we're doing more of a visual. We're going to have a video with the conversations. We're going to be definitely in a cool spot. I like what's coming up. Um, but um, this is when you're really going to see some stuff popping. You know, we're really going to have some fun with a lot of shit. And like I said, we're going to start up the new season. Uh, basically with the year of adventure, me, my birthday going into it. Um, so be on the lookout y'all. We're about to have some fun. Like I said, is there anything that y'all want to discuss, want to talk about? Let's do it. Um, I'm ready to kind of change the, the plateau and how the, how this podcast is going a little bit. I want to get more into some fun shit. Um, just having random conversations with people just about matter of fact, season two is going to be kind of based more loosely around uh, relationships, you know what I'm saying, ins and outs, talking to people, what they learned of their relationships, how are they coping with certain things in relationships, issues in relationships. So let's just be honest, you know what I mean? I feel like men, we definitely have to have more of an outlet when it comes to relationships because we've been known to go and just take care of shit, you know what I'm saying? But we need to also have our plateau to where we're able to, our plateau, platforms where we're able to talk about shit, express shit, you know what I'm saying, because it's important, it's very important for that, so uh, definitely looking forward to things coming up, and I hope y'all are too, uh, but y'all stay safe, y'all be blessed, uh, once again, I appreciate y'all uh, listening, uh, wherever you are, 
uh, whatever time it is. Good morning, good evening, good night. Uh, and I appreciate everything uh, with y'all. And I, I thank y'all for listening. So once again, signing off. It's always uh, your boy, John Blaze, a.k.a. Juan De La Cruz. Uh, see y'all later.